For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric show that we bring you every week. I am one of your hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. As with, me, with me, as always, is the one and only Easy Smith. He is a veteran of the NFL, played for many teams, but he, he hangs his hat on those Atlanta Falcons, but he's thankful for every team that let him, uh, as, as Ron Wolfley says out here, moisten a jock. And he also played <laughs> uh, professional baseball as well. How you doing, sir? Doing good, man. Week one in the books, man. It was a good one. Yeah, I want to get your thoughts on that. So we take it from a different type of perspective. Yes, we we do uh, recap the games, and then we look ahead to what's going on for the upcoming week as well. So this week the Cardinals faced the the Washington football team, and Ed uh, played for the Washington football team when they were when they had a previous name. But um, and then we're going to again recap uh, really from the eyes of Ed what he saw. Uh, because oftentimes I'll see one thing and he says, Jay, you missed something. You missed it. You missed it, man. And then, of course, bring you any type of uh, uh, topics that we feel that are relevant for the week as well. So, again, this week we're going to recap the game between the 49ers. Um, we, Ed and I might have to eat a little crow. We'll get into that a little bit. But I think some people are, are – I'll get into it. So, yeah, so some folks, is, they're, they're, their eyes are bigger than their stomach right now, I think. But uh, and then also – we, we're going to talk a little bit about Buddha Baker. Uh, there were some interesting goings-ons from social media uh, aimed at Buddha Baker. And then we'll talk about the upcoming matchup between the Arizona Cardinals at home, the first home game in this pandemic, this COVID-19, I was getting ready to say era, but COVID-19 situation that we're in uh, and see as they're facing the Washington football team. But, the wait is finally over, Ed. You mentioned it just a few moments ago. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. I was actually looking at, uh, you know, I'm a, again a, 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 an NBA fan, and so the conference finals are going on right now. And the Lakers, I was looking at some of those odds here. The Lakers are a, a minus 190. They're definitely a, a prohibitive favorite. But uh, if I'm looking at the, I might look at them, those Boston Celtics or at plus five fifty, or maybe those Denver Nuggets plus nine hundred. But if you're going up against my Lakers, I can't, I can't, I can't put that money on you. But for more game spreads and totals to team 
player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well because it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Ed, your thoughts on the victory, and yes, I said that, the victory of the Arizona Cardinals over the San Francisco 49ers. The, the Cardinals went uh, up, up into the Bay Area. Air quality, we heard about air quality, AQI, air quality index the whole week leading up because of those wildfires that are up there in the Bay Area. More specifically, there were no fans there. Uh, the game started off a little bit shaky. The Cardinals were down early, and I was—I'll be—I'll be honest. I was thinking, man, this is some of the same old stuff. But I want to get your thoughts, just from a, just take it wherever you want in terms of uh, what you thought about the game. I was right there with you, Jay. Obviously, we both picked against them this week, and it was a tall task to go up there to, uh, uh, you know, place the 49ers first game, no preseason, right out the box, and. I was really impressed, man. They looked well prepared. Um, you know, you and I talk, we've been doing this for a long time now, uh, kind of following these Cardinals and, and we always compare them to those Cardinals of a couple of years ago before Kingsbury got there and it was a mess. Right. We always talk about how they didn't come out, you know, look inspired or anything like that. And this team, even with the shaky start in the first half, you know, they put, they fell down at one point was it 17 nothing? No, I think, I think they no, got 10 nothing. 10 nothing, yeah. Okay. And then, you know, it, like you said, it looked like the same old Cardinals. And then all of a sudden they started to kind of figure it out piece by piece. And, I, you know, I, I, I was shocked. I, I was expecting after that shaky start, we head down that path again, uh, especially because uh, in the beginning, the 49ers didn't take advantage of it, but they had total, uh, like I guess, control of that game. Time of possession, weighed heavy toward the San Francisco 49ers. Um, we really couldn't get much started. Then all of a sudden, little by little, and what was kind of nice, they started out with a little bit of a run game, some wrinkles from Kyler Murray, uh, Miss Kenyon Drake in there. Uh, they didn't get away from it the entire game. And then the short passing game, and I call it short passing game because, uh, yeah. uh, and I'll get at that in a second in terms of things I didn't like. We can talk about it. I'll let you talk here. But, um, you know, 78 plays uh, from the line of scrimmage, another encouraging thing. You know, meant they held, you know, they were sustaining some drives defensively. Buda Baker flying around, mm-hmm. uh, 15 total tackles, 10 um, solo, 5 assisted. And then they controlled Kittle, kept the uh, San Francisco offense off balance, especially in the second half. I think we saw a lot of good things out there, a good building block. The fact that they came back and won that game, for me, it was a bonus because I didn't think they could actually pull up, but the way they did, yeah, I mean, you know, you can't, you can't hate on them. I mean, everybody's dealing with the same circumstances. You know, in my opinion, uh, it was a good catching the 49ers right out of the box here because they did look a little disheveled, probably look a little better later in the season, but good win for the Cardinals overall. I was a little bit concerned, especially in the beginning, even though the, the Cardinals, they, they're, they think the, 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 the DNA, it seems, of the 49ers is that they want to try to, 
to try to to take your will. And that, that I think that happened and that ended up being a momentum shift in the first quarter that enabled the, the Cardinals to kind of get on the board there and keep that, keep, keep, uh, stay within striking distance of the 49ers. But I was still a little concerned about the lack of, the lack of running game in the first, uh, one and a half quarters really. Does, and I, I heard some things this week that the, you mentioned some of the, the short passing game because that really frustrated me as well. I'm not trying to push the ball down the field, but some of the that was done by was done on purpose. So because they were trying to do some things to open things up in the second half, but you, you I was impressed with Kyler Murray, even though he did throw an interception. But I, but I was impressed that he 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 was able to to finish the game, and that's and I think that's important. We were curious about whether or not they would abandon the run if they weren't going to, if they didn't rack up uh, running totals or if they didn't get those, those big chunk yards and they ended up finishing with 180 yards running rushing. And so that's, that's impressive. Uh, but your, the defense ended up kind of definitely what, uh, what I'm thinking, what, who am I on the, uh, the, the cornerback, why his name is escaping me. Uh, Murphy. If I'm not mistaken, he, he came and he, and he definitely came through. So there were some definite um, positive signs, but what are some of the things that you saw that were maybe a little bit concerning? Again, one of the things that the Cardinals, they, they're one thing that I saw is that yes, we know that Larry Fitzgerald can catch the ball. And yes, we know that uh, D hop can catch the ball, but we need to definitely try to get down the field to be able to take advantage of, of their ability to get underneath and do the different things because they're not burners. Um, so I want your thoughts on that. And one thing I did mention in terms of a thumbs up was that the field goal, then when they were able to get that field goal at the end of the half, that was because of hustle from Larry Fitzgerald. I think it's those little things that mean a lot because I did watch other games. There was a, I was watching the end of, uh, I think it was the Monday night game. And there, there was just, there was no, there, there was no, uh, there was no, uh, uh, intensity. There was no, there was no time. There was, there was no fire and intensity to be able to try to get those plays to be able to try to put leave time on the clock so that you didn't have to feel rushed. So that was a positive for me. But what were some of the, maybe not, if not negatives, or what were some of the opportunities that you saw in terms of the Arizona Cardinals? Well, you know, as we break this game down, the thing, one of my biggest concerns is the, uh, side to side attack, horizontal versus vertical down the field. Right. Um, everything seemed, and especially in the first half, seemed like it was a five yard or, uh, less, you know, to the line of scrimmage. Everything was going side to side. And, you know, in, in today's NFL, you, you're not going to survive on a heavy, heavy dose of that. I was really, you know, with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, I was looking for a little few more big shots down the field. Yeah. Now, DeAndre had 14 catches, uh, 150 yards, somewhere in that area, 150 yep, Okay. But you think about it, I think he had a long of 33. So you might subtract that from the total. And then you got 13 other catches were just, I'm not going to call them dick and dunk, but everything, like I said, was to the sideline. And what that also does, it, it, it takes away from your yak. Because yes. the sideline is a weapon and you know, you catch a ball, you don't have the ability to break it upfield because everything, like I said, was right on the sideline. And I think that's going to be a problem if we don't open this up. And I know it's game one. So like I said, victory is a victory. So you take it where you can get it. But that was one thing that concerned me. Uh, the other thing, um, Christian Kirk, man, 
Yeah, one reception uh, for zero for yards. Zero yards. I mean, yeah. We talked about it last week. We thought he's going to be the X factor, right? right. He's going to be the one because they were going to double down on DeAndre, try to at least pay some attention to Larry. And we thought this might be a breakout game for Christian. And wow, you talking about? I couldn't even say he disappeared because it was like he was never even there. Right. So that's something we definitely are, are going to have to keep our eye on. The other thing for me, like I said, the defense played well. I did, and I don't want this because it's a victory. I'm not going to take a whole lot of negatives. I will just say I think we saw uh, Isaiah Simmons has a ways to go. Thank you. Yes. In, in terms of this is a man's game out there. Yes. He's, he's going. It's going to take him some time to get ready. Uh, we saw a couple of plays where he was kind of exposed. You know, these uh, dudes are a lot faster and quicker out there. They made an early mistake. I think he was looking in the backfield. Yes. Something was cut underneath them, and that turned into a big play for San Francisco. Yes. So I, I think I see why they're going to bring him along slowly because, you know, without a preseason, without an opportunity to get ramped up and really see what it's like out there, he's got a long learning curve ahead of him. But I did see some flashes where – you know, he made his presence known out there, but it's going to be a little bit of a, a project to start out with, meaning getting him to the point where, one, he's knows his assignments, has adjusted to the speed, and now he's going to be out there uh, reacting instead of thinking too much. But overall, you know, I like the the, the game plan. Uh, I'm glad they didn't totally abandon the running game. I think one other thing you brought up, I think what I saw is our running game, there's going to be a little bit of Kenyon and the supporting cast as far as running backs, but Kyler Murray is going to be a big factor in that running game. Right. I, don't, I don't know whether that's the greatest thing because you don't want your smallest quarterback out there. Right. One thing he is, he's not afraid to get down. You know, he's not going to take any big hits if he can see him coming, but I'm just afraid if they have him out there too much, you know, it's a side, you know, it's always a, a possibility of disaster, but I think he's going to be the main focus of this running game. We saw the one score in the ground was from him, and uh, you no, know, Kenyon got one too, didn't he? Or no? I think uh, it was. Let's see the score, the touchdown. We had uh, Kenyon Drake did get a touchdown. Yes. Yeah. So we're gonna, you know, those are the things we're gonna have to keep an eye on. Like I said, I think Kyler is going to be the focal point of this running game because of his dual threat ability. But overall, a good game for the Cardinals, and you know, to come away from San Francisco and win. You know, you and I have to eat a little crow. Um, yeah. You know, put a little sauce on mine. Don't make mine spicy. Oh, yeah. I like spicy, too. Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. put a little bit of spice on it. And go <laughs> so along those same lines, believe in the Arizona Cardinals here, uh, Ed Smith and Javon Adams. So uh, still along those lines, it, they you have to – it's better to make corrections after a victory than to try to go back to the drawing board after a loss for sure. You have to get the – I think it's there's a real opportunity to get the wide receivers involved. You're going to have to do that because when you look at it, again, we mentioned the fact that that Christian Kirk only had one reception for zero yards. But aside from that, we had the tight end, uh, what is it, Arnold, that ended up catching two passes. We had Larry Fitzgerald with uh, with five receptions. And then we had DeAndre Hopkins for, with 16 um, some of the, and then sprinkling in uh, King and Drake and, and, and Edmonds as well. Edmonds had the, had a touchdown, but you can't, you have to be, I think you really have to be more uh, to, to be more balanced in that way. Yes. We know that you're going to have a lot of looks for Deandre Hopkins and that's cool, but, but we don't want to get to the point. There are going to be times where you're going to have to force it in there, but you want to try to find the, those other players to step up. And so it's, 
not being in the practices, of course, it's whether or not are they ready to step up or are, are you trying to get them the ball and or are you just not getting them the ball and they're ready to, to excel? And that's something to keep in mind. And if I can make one more point, we got to remember, too, without any preseason, everybody was, you know, DeAndre Hopkins especially was a new add to this team. There yeah. was no film on him. Nobody knew how he was going to be used, what they were going to do. You get into week two, three, and four, and now teams are able to scout and they'll see more of your formations, how you're trying to use that weapon. Now they'll have opportunities to design their plans to take that away. And once that is taken away, what is your uh, uh, plan B and C and D? You know, so teams are going to be able to look and see this is how they're trying, trying to line DeAndre up. Uh, these are the coverages that can combat that. You know, this was a blind, like I said, we called the blind date. Everybody was coming out the, out of the shoot and nobody had any idea, uh, what was, you know, uh, tendencies and things like that. As teams get this film, it's going to be harder and harder to use the same scheme. So you're going to have to get others involved, especially as we move forward. Yes, indeed. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. I want to uh, transition a little bit to, there after the game, uh, Buda Baker he he tweeted out or shared a tweet, a screenshot of a tweet that he received. It was a, a very racist tweet, and I want to. I'm not saying it came from a racist because I think it's very important. I'm going to say why I think that, but it was really um very. It was very vulgar. Used the N word quite quite liberally. Uh, all kinds of different things there, and so the the Forty ers they it's not they they condemned that uh, that fan for doing that and are, and are looking to to uh, prevent him from coming to some games in the future, et cetera. But oftentimes it, there's you you'll have you know we know about bots in social media, so it does just because uh, these racist things are being spread doesn't mean that it's a racist doing them. It could be someone trying to get a rise out of you or that that bot mentality, so to speak. But I've wanted to get your thoughts on this. The way that he seems to hand seem to have handled it was was great. Um, but did you what's your thoughts on this? But also, did you have anything? Your whether it was baseball or football, where you had some some folks that were doing things that were crossing the line in terms of trying to get under your skin to to negatively impact your performance. Well, the first thing I'd like to say, I'm I'm glad Buddha shared that. I mean, that's something that needed to be seen. A lot of times, you know, somebody will see something like that, and you know, you and I experience it all the time. Us being two African American gentlemen trying to you know be on the media and stuff like that, yep. and we always react to ourselves, you know, you and I, we have our private conversations about some of the things that are sent even toward, toward us, you know, in this instance right here, you know, I know you're trying to take the gentle route. Uh, I'll be the one on this one. And, and looking at that tweet, the dude that sent that out, dude or woman, we can just say that, uh, I'm imagining that person sitting home with a white robe on, mm. uh, one of them hoodies on, because you don't say the type of stuff that's in this tweet, uh, that comes from the heart. I mean, and that was something that's so vulgar and vicious. And to attack a young man out there just trying to do his job, play football, not doing anything uh, malicious or anything, he made, he made a tackle, okay? Right. And you attack him like this, um, that's just pure hate to me. And in my career, I never experienced, experienced anything to that degree. Uh, there were subtle things, though, uh, whether it be fans and stands, uh, you can hear them, you know, I guess directing things to you, especially in some of the small southern towns I used to go to and play in. Right. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, playing baseball. Um, 
my f- football career, you know, I never, I never, you know, it was way before, my, my time was way before all this social media and stuff like that. So I never had anybody direct anything like that, like that at me. But you always, you could tell, you, you, you felt it sometime when you were, as I used, as I always call, when you were in real enemy territory. Um, huh. this, like this situation right here, like I said, it's just, it's appalling. And once again, I hate that we have to talk about these type of things. Uh, we got a lot going on in our country right now, very divisive, but this attack was so, I guess, directed, you know, he actually went right at Buddha and just the language and everything. And it's just another sign that no matter how far we think we've come sometime, it, it's out there, Jay, sometimes it's just under the rug. But this in this instance right there, it was thrown right in our face. Yeah, it's funny. And when I say funny, not laughable, funny as in weird, it, it's, it's shameful, really. I was looking at some of the comments on, on Twitter, uh, underneath that. So once he shared it, I went to, went to take a look at the, the comments and there were a, a hand, there were quite a few people that were in essence, okaying it. And that's, and, and that's, it's one of those things where the, is, we we can we can show you we can tell you we can we can show you with video we can sh- we can play we can play audio for you we can show you the words and yet you still either don't believe uh, it's what Ice Cube said either they don't know don't show or don't care about what's going on in the hood but in this case in terms <laughs> of what's going on uh, within within our with within our communities when I say communities we we live in this country together but yet we want to separate ourselves so much just because of the color of skin. So definitely want to commend Buda Baker on the way he handled that. And, um, and definitely it, the, the, the maximum level of shame on somebody like that, you know, if we, me and you were talking without, uh, with, without being on air right now, I might say something a little <laughs> harsh, but yeah. So I want to transition to the Washington football team. Cause we know that sometimes that, some of their language or some of the things going on in that organization can be harsh, but they're, they're going to be, they're coming off of a victory last week. They are the, the Arizona Cardinals opponent this week. Um, I was, I was surprised. I didn't, I, I don't, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised by the way their defense performed, but I was surprised that they came out of there with the victory because I'm not necessarily sold on their quarterback for sure. But uh, here's where I want to, I want to start to analyze this from their week one performance. And again, it's week one. It's an extremely small sample size, but they had eight sacks last week. I know it was going up against another one of your former teams, uh, the Eagles, but it was, uh, and I'm definitely not sold on that quarterback. Even he, that man, it's like he fall, he fails up. You've heard that term before, right? Fail oh, yeah. upwards. It's almost, it's almost as if he does that. But the point is, is that eight sacks, your thoughts on the way that the Washington football team performed in week one. And then we'll start to kind of break down the numbers on how they compare to the Cardinals. You know what? The, their performance didn't surprise me. It, what, the, the victory surprised me. What didn't surprise me was how well they were prepared for that game. And I give the, all the credit to Ron Rivera for that. Uh, we've seen what he did down in Carolina. Uh, this man is respected throughout the league. Great coach uh, and motivator. Um, I, I was, as far as the game on the field, the the Washington football team had every <laughs> had every reason to fold the tent early. I think they and I, the, the reason seventeen zero comes in my head because I think they were down seventeen nothing at one point. And then just started fighting back. Uh, and this is one of those games, Jay, where I, I was, I don't know whether Washington, 
Washington won the game or Philly lost the game. They look right. lost out there. Yeah. And you, you talk about Carson Wentz, man. Uh, straight hustling backwards, bro. <laughs> they, they, they continue to talk about him like he's, you know, top tier quarterback, the future, this, that, the other thing. A couple things. He can never stay healthy. Right. And then his performance on the field. I don't see what everybody else is seeing, but I give all credit. I give all credit to, to, to Washington when they came out there to play. And this was one of those games and you, we've seen this a lot with our team out here. It's almost like the tide starts to go the other way, right? Right. And once it does, it's like, uh oh, you know, we've had we had some games, especially last year, where it was like surprising, and and all of a sudden the, the script flips, and it's like, oh, okay, here we go again. And that's kind of what it felt like with uh, Philly. And my next door neighbor, Matt, he's a diehard Philly fan from the area, you know, and I can almost hear him screaming and hollering from over there across the, the wall, you know, because it 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 was one of those instances, man. I just I, you could see it coming, and great victory for for Washington. You know what they do moving forward. We'll see, but one down, so fifteen to go as far as they're concerned. Yes, indeed. So now let's talk about how the the Arizona Cardinals uh, stack up against those uh, the Washington football team. Um, when we're looking at it, of course, the, in terms of the the points in which they scored, pretty even there. So twenty seven and twenty four. Of course, the 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 Washington team they ended up again with the six. I mean, with the eight sacks. So you wonder. I I, I did see. I think in the in the I believe it was the first half. One of the with the sack that. Uh, no, I think it maybe it was in the second half that Kyler took a, a sack there. But for the most part, he wasn't. Uh, doing that running out of bounds before uh, and really giving the, the offensive line a sack, but the offensive line seemed to perform a little bit better. I mean, I, I mean, question mark. <laughs> so, but always, yeah. so what yeah. um, your thoughts on what is the, what is the strength of the, what you feel is the Arizona from the Arizona Cardinal side. And then what do you feel is the strength of the Washington football team side? Well, you know, this is going to be a game where, Obviously, we got some tape on both teams now. I right. mentioned that earlier. Uh, for me, it's still too early because no preseason. Uh, we could see both teams come out here and lay an egg. I doubt that seriously from the Cardinals side because I think they're going to ride the momentum of this past week's victory in terms of their preparation. And what happens out in, you know, obviously Washington's, Washington is coming off their win too. But for us, this is almost like getting ready to jump on the, the trampoline, right? Okay. It, it's like a springboard. They, You know, everybody kind of counting them out going up to San Francisco where they pull off the victory. Now for them, you start to build on what you, you know, started. I think it's going to, it's going to take a, a game plan that's going to, that might revolve again because you, you know, obviously you talked about the sack um, effort from Washington this past week. They might be leery. So we might see a lot of the side to side again, get the ball out of Kyler's hand early. I hope they establish the running game against that front and then use the weapons downfield. As far as Washington, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a Haskins. I'm not buying into him, bro. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, when it was, a, I think his yards per attempt was, uh, were about four, about 4.6 yards per attempt. And then he you know, it, it just had a, 158, 178 yards. So yeah. Um, but even so, I'm just not necessarily impressed with him. I look at his tools and I look at, I guess just, I, he's very non-athletic for me, and I just think with our front, if we can get out of him, get at him early, rattle them, and stop their running game, and force him to drop have to drop back a bunch, 
he, I think it'll be easy pickings for our front to get after him. You know, maybe a couple exotic blitzes and stuff to shake him early. But uh, their offensive line, uh, I think they did a, a pretty good job against Philly. But I think with Chandler Jones and everything we got here, uh, I think we should control the front. Uh, we should get after Haskins, take their running game away, and then on our side, establish our running game, whatever it is, whether it's Kenyon Drake, uh, use Kyler uh, for some of those uh, scrambles and maybe some, some design things, and then you know continue to figure out how to get Christian Kirk involved in the scheme yes. and then continue to use that weapon, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, and you know this hopefully will lead us to a victory. Does the fact, again, going back to week one, does the, the 16 receptions, did that, are you saying, yeah, you, you had to get it to him, so I'm glad you did? Or are you saying that's, that, that 16 reception line should be once every four games as opposed to something that becomes the norm? Well, I, as I mentioned earlier, I think now that you start to get film, they're going to design some coverages and uh, to, to take away a lot of the things that we did successfully in that first game. Now it's about adjustments, and that's the one thing. We're going to find out what Cliff Kingsbury has in his goodie bag as we move forward because you're not going to get away with the same scheme every week, and that, that means that DeAndre's not going to be getting 16, you know, 14, 15, 16 touches every game. You can try to force it to him. You see what happens, though, even, you know, with Cleveland Browns trying to get everything to ODB. Right. It's just, you know, when they, when, they, when they want to stop it, they will stop it. Now, like I said, they've got a picture of it. They'll go after it, and their main focus will be that portion of our game. The, the next part of it is every week, Cliff, it's throw the old playbook out, bring out the new one. Got to have a couple of new wrinkles in there, different blocking schemes, uh, you know, maybe a trick player here uh, here or there. Those type of things are going to lead us, I guess, into the, I guess, the meat of this schedule. Right now, like I said, it's all the, like the freshman dance. Everybody stand up against the wall because we don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that but, was that was me. Yeah, me too. You know, but you know, when you get to be a junior and senior, you know, it's time to get out there and shake your tail. <laughs> so, like I said, it's going to be up to Cliff every week to come with something fresh and new because I guarantee you, they're going to come with a game plan now that they have film on it to try to stop it. And you know, I was there. I'm good. The good teams I was on, man. Every week you came in, it was and and here's the, the thing about being creative. It doesn't mean you run different plays every week, you design them and scheme them differently. You might be trying to get to the same point of attack. It might be different motions, formations, blocking schemes, different things like that. That's what's important moving forward is it's got to be fresh every week because if you think you're going to go out there with the same old thing, uh, even Washington can put their foot in your head if if you're not careful. So before we get into our picks, you mentioned a couple of times about uh, it's on film. Now that's on film. So when we look at Isaiah Simmons, and so we know – it's on film with him. If you are the, if you're the Washington football team and you're on that off, you're, you're the offensive coordinator. Are you trying to, whenever he's in the game, are you trying to take advantage of him until he proves that he can cover and do what he's supposed to do? Well, I think because he's not what I would call an every down starter right now, I think what the Cardinals are going to do, they're going to kind of try to have him out there for uh situational. Right? right. Right. So it's hard to attack something that's sit. It might be, be there or might not be there. Gotcha. You, know, I don't, you know what I'm saying? You know, if he was out there for 70 snaps, you're like every time he's out there, we're going to put the pressure pressure on him to make him make a play or confuse him a little bit. Right now, the Washington 
he might be out there. Say if they have 60 snaps, he might be out there 30. We don't know. So I don't think their focus is going to be on him. I think they'll, you know, look at the overall scheme of the, of, you know, what fans try to do this this time around and try to attack that, not necessarily picking on the rookie yet. But when he is out there, if they get a pattern and they start seeing him come in with different packages and things like that, I'm sure they'll have a couple things directed right at him just because, you know, see if they can uh, find that, that hole, you know, find that rookie who's still swimming a little bit. But, you know, I have confidence that they'll have him prepped in every week he gets in, whether it's, you know, through practice through the week, watching the film, eventually getting out there on the game, on the game field, uh, he'll get better and better each week. So let's get into our picks here again, believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So, I still have them, and I'll continue to say, so I have the ceiling being seven. So I hope that I'm wrong. It would be great to have them in a wild card or all that good stuff. So now they're, they're one, they're, they're one in the, one in the bag, so to speak. But the, the Cardinals are favored. They're minus seven at home. Not that home's going to really mean anything. It just means that they didn't have to travel because there are no fans in the stands. But I would, I will go and I'll, I'm going to pick the Arizona Cardinals. This is actually, we, we had done this a few weeks ago. We were going through the schedule and I had this one as a win. So uh, this is one that I suspect to be a win. I do would imagine they'll, I think it'll be around that seven point range. I don't think that they'll blow them out by any stretch of the imagination. But, uh, but yeah, I have the Cardinals uh, winning uh, probably something maybe. Man, maybe uh, maybe twenty to thirteen. Which this is yeah, this is a tough one. Obviously, we're looking at two one and one teams. I I do have more confidence in the Cardinals' offense than I do in the Washington offense, though, especially with Haskins. Right, Uh, and like you mentioned, this isn't what you call a true road game because there won't be any fans. Uh, But this will probably, for me, be like a. 30 or 27 or 30 to 14 or 17. I do see them, them covering ah, in this one. Okay. Just, you know, I just think, <clears throat> like I said, because Washington, their offense is kind of stunted still because of their quarterback, they could fall behind early. Then it becomes one of those things where our defense rattles them, and you can always expect a young quarterback to maybe give you one down in their territory, a turnover or something like that. And, I expect our defense could even score in this game. So that's why I'm throwing that extra in. But I think I think this should be a, a, a more relaxed win for the Cardinals. And I, I'm picking them. And we're not jumping on any bandwagons. Like you said, we could both look at the schedule and we thought this would be a win anyway. We just thought they'd be coming in on one, getting the first win this week. Right. I, I see them winning comfortably this week and, and, and then kind of, like I said, building from there. It's going to be a week-to-week project with the Cardinals. Everybody, and I think you and I talked about this, we shared a text over the weekend <laughs> and we knew we were like, wow, okay. I'm just I'm encouraging everybody to be excited about what you saw. Yes, indeed. But don't go out and start buying your Super Bowl tickets yet. Right. You know, that type of thing. But it, like I said, one to know, could be 2-0 after this weekend, and that could be, that would be a great start. Indeed, yeah, because I'm sitting at home and I'm watching it and I'm rooting for them, just like uh, just like my son who's over in, in Norfolk in Norfolk State. So, so, uh, but I will share this before we get out of here that as soon as it was done, I got a Facetime from him. Yeah, Dad. Yeah, Dad. And I said, "All right, that's that's one." All right. So anyway, so on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J Love Adams. Make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend about what we have going on here at Believe in the Arizona Cardinals and the Believe Network. So until next week, like we always like to say around this time, a you get.
Now we'll see you next week. Till then, be easy out there. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.